This is the show where we talk about the CW's Riverdale after dark. It's been a while, too long since we last saw you, or rather, when you last heard us. But now Riverdale is back. Would it surprise you to know that we've been watching the whole time, each in our own separate black hoods? Because everyone gets a black hood these days. You get a black hood, and you get a black Yay, hood. Oprah, Oprah 2020. Yeah, I wish you enjoyed any aspect of this, including being around us. So anyway... Uh, what if we did the whole episode <laughs> like this? What would you think, Pete? I would murder you both. Yes, guys, Riverdale is back. On, it's very exciting, and we're excited to be talking about it as well. The episode is called The Blackboard Jungle. It just broadcast. We're, there's a lot to unpack in this episode. Blackboard ah. Jungle School. Ah, uh, I just got that. There we that's go. That's so smart. You thought it was a jungle made out of blackboards. Yeah, because be, that's great for writing uh, like stuff down. Yeah, like. Bananas up there. Erasable stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I have that blackboard paint, so I was like, of course, you can paint anything blackboard. Right, and then once you eat the bananas, you can erase it because banana's not up there anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is, this is fun. That's the it's cycle. Fun. We should talk about the episode. I don't think though, so. Right? Let's do a quick recap to get people caught up because it's been a big, long break since the last episode big of the show. Uh, there's actually not a lot I think you really need to know. Uh, you probably need to know that Archie and Veronica are together, except when they were on a break. And, Shit, classic uh, Friends yeah, episode. It was great Friends episode. And uh, Archie kissed Betty while they were on that break. Of course, this was calm. Caused uh, by a little bit of stress because they're tracking down a killer named the Black Hood who's terrorizing Riverdale. There's nothing wrong, wrong with the stress kiss. No, what? absolutely. There's, I've the, been there. there's a lot of things wrong with the stress every, kiss. Guys, you know that every time before we do our live show, I get stressed out. Yeah. I kiss you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it works. And we, like, we don't talk about it, and it's totally fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we never talk it's about pretty it. Pretty cool. Uh, also, Jughead is going to the Southside School. He has taken over fully the Southside Serpents. He's evil, dark Jughead now. Yeah. Uh, he is not together with Betty. That's probably probably important to emphasize because they've been together for a good chunk of the show. Uh, And the other weird bit that uh, we'll see if we get to later, I think we will, is that uh, Cheryl Blossom discovered her mom kissing Santa Claus downstairs, which we talked about was a super weird moment. We found out what was going on with that this episode. I think Uh, that's everything you need to know, right? Uh, I think, did you cover Veronica in the lodges? right. We should also talk about Veronica is all in. Hashtag all in. Justice League hitting theater soon. (laughs) Uh, with her oh, we parents. should pop in on that hashtag and see how it's doing. <laughs> but actually, I think hashtag Pete the Poodle has uh, risen oh, above fuck it. fuck you. Because yeah. Pete dresses a human sexual poodle. Nope. Oh, it's not. funny. I actually uh, never listened that far into the Preacher podcast, but I'd always listen to the beginning and the end, and I'd be like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Pete, just like in the television show we, Preacher, we, uh, uh, we, don't Pete, need, we don't have time, so let's talk about this spent episode. Spent a number of years of his life living as a, like an underground sexual dog. Let's talk about the episode. 
Pete the Poodle. Hashtag Pete the Poodle. <laughs> uh, so I think we can get into talking about the episode. Thank uh, you. Pete, you seem pretty anxious to talk about things, a little stressed out, if you will. Yeah. Kiss, 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 kiss. Get yeah. off me. Um, so the uh, Cheryl has to kind of a sit down with her mom at the beginning of this episode. It's crazy to me that so Cheryl and talks to her mom and Cheryl's mom's like, they're all just down with her being uh, a sex worker. She is like, yeah, she well, is, she's proud of it. She's like, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. this is okay. So we're jumping around a little bit in the storyline. Uh, Cheryl, as usual, is kind of side to everything that's going on. She gets a little into it uh, when we find out that Southside School is going to be shut down and the Southside yeah. students are going to end up going to Riverdale High. As a jerk, she's pretty upset about that, so we'll get back to that in a moment. But yeah, as you mentioned, his, uh, her mother is a courtesan. Yeah. You know. and what's they awesome dress is, it up and make it sound nice, but uh, she's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> she, what's great is she knows how much it's upsetting Cheryl, and she's loving that. Yeah. How would you feel about that if your mom did that? Oh, I'm not... I'm not saying I wouldn't. Uh, no, feel no, I'm like, not saying it, accus- it came out accusatory. Yeah, but yeah, I was but, actually honestly wondering. He's but, a P- uh, Alex is about to reveal a big surprise about your family. <laughs> but it was one of those. That'd things be crazy. Where, like, well, let's say your mom had some sort of website up and charged two hundred dollars uh, for an hour. Let's not and say that's like free high end in Rochester. That yeah, would be, that's a lot of garbage plates right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, but that has nothing to do with. Do you guys want to keep doing this and both get punched in the face, or do you want to continue <laughs> with the episode? All I'm saying is go to. The sexy garbageplate.com just see what happens. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a great prostitution name. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Cheryl is like the Forrest Gump of this show. She shows up in weird places and somehow uh, affects the Forrest things. Gump? Yeah, she shows up in these places and affects things in small but uh, big ways. Sure, that's true. She, she actually, sure. I, I think I was being a little unfair because she is pretty important to the plot of this episode. Yeah, to your I point. Love uh, she ends up driving a lot of the stuff that happens with Archie and other folks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I want to see her. I, I don't know if this is exactly right, but I kind of want to see her get something that isn't just kind of side to the plot driving the other characters. Like the thing with her mom is so off the wall, weird, coming out of nowhere. Oh, you mean just like everything in this episode? Yes, absolutely. That I, I almost want to see like. I don't know. I mean, she doesn't have to date one of the main characters, but I feel like that's a way of actually bringing her into the circle that's not happening right well, now. Well, I do think, like, I'd like to see... What I love about Cheryl's character is it she toggles back and forth between, like, earnest emotion and yep. true evil insanity. Yeah, like so mean I, girl's evil. Yeah, so I like I want to see the toggle back to earnestness for a while and see yeah. her have a relationship um, that she, like, cares about. Like, that she's the one character that we don't have the melodramatic insanity track on, and that's what I feel like we're missing. Yeah. Uh, should we take a little bit of a step back and talk about the Southside School being integrated with yes. Riverdale High? I actually feel like this episode might be a good one to just like cover everyone separately because everything is so crazy and separate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Southside shows up. They get out of the school. Yeah. Uh, Jughead's working on his typewriter, plinking out some like cool shit. Yeah, Joni yeah. Jopaz in full effect. Absolutely. Yeah. I really like Tony Jopaz a lot this episode. I think I'm happy Happy. I know the Southside Serpents aren't happy, but I'm happy they got rid of this whole two high schools thing because yeah, it's so much more fun to see everybody together. That yeah. other high school is very shady. They had cannibals there. So I'm that so is happy not that they what was did not have cannibals there. You can't there. eat people in high they school. They didn't eat people. Yeah. And did. also, you can eat people in high school. That's the one time you can. Yeah, no, you can't. That's the why. Reason- 
That's it's called the garbage plate. Yeah. <laughs> the reason they shut down the school was they were uh, Jughead is someone's like yeah because they were making meth in the basement. Jughead's like it was just jingle jangle. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like uh, isn't that the meth of yeah. Riverdale? I mean also whatever it's drugs and it <laughs> yeah. burnt down the school or whatever yeah. happened. So calm down, dude. Uh, speaking of which, this is actually a thing that we didn't talk about uh, so over the break. But Trader Joe's released jingle jangle. Did you guys see that? I did not. What? Yes, Trader Joe's released oh, jingle sorry. jangle. Is this Trader? Joe's or Traitor Joe's, the uh, uh, off the black market. I, uh, feel, I feel a little betrayed by it, but it's Trader Joe's. Uh, nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but it was Are you talking uh, about just pixie sticks are available in stores. Is that what you're saying? No, it was uh, it was a tin, and it's filled with like chocolate pretzels and like M and M's and marshmallows and stuff. It's like a holiday mix. The holidays jingle. have been over for a while. You're eating garbage, <laughs> just like Pete's hey, mom. Oh. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to put up with any more of that. I know. You're laughing, so I know uh, it's still fun for you. Nope. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yes, Southside, in back into the Riverdale, Riverdale yeah. High. Should we talk about Jughead's plot arc a little yes. bit? Because yeah. this is... Don't ask him to take off his jacket. He's not going to stand for it. No, he absolutely isn't. He must now, have a stain on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably it. Um, I mean, I guess we knew for the fact that Jughead cut off a piece of a woman's arm when we left him off at the end of the last yeah. episode that he'd be way more hardcore and different. But I still was pretty surprised about what was going on with him this episode. I totally agree. He is like a villain in this in yeah. this episode. He is definitely a villain, and it's crazy to see him just continuing this path uh he, he's like serpents don't take off their skins and his dad's like yo dude it's a jacket <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and his dad is like the most hardcore serpent so yeah. and that dad jughead sit down that was exciting because i was like oh shit oh now you're gonna get a jughead yeah, his dad was like care. cool out so over the course of the episode jughead as we mentioned gets super upset about them having to take off their jackets. The folks at Riverdale High are not happy because they have a gang of miscreants are traipsing all over school and putting their logo on the Riverdale lo- High logo and other things like that. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, uh, Veronica, salt of the earth, decides, you know what? I'm going to give the servants <laughs> yeah. a makeover and put them in letter jerseys and stuff, which... Was pretty hilarious. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, it was kind of fun but, to see Tony Topaz and all the other characters in these very preppy looking outfits. It's so weird and misguided on her part. Yeah, and also but, it's weird with Cheryl because Cheryl's like, "Hey, Archie, stop Veronica from redressing the serpents. I don't want to wear no sweater." And it was like, "What is the story? Yeah, what, what is going on with the <laughs> story?" I did, and like, also that everybody in the serpents was like, "All right." Yeah. No, but that's the thing. I thought it was pretty cool when they were like, well, honestly, who gives a shit? This is a much nicer school yeah. that's not running around with a bunch of cannibals. So they, they were happy to get cannibals, cannibals are not, situation. not a thing. So, but I thought it was cool where it was like, yeah, I don't care as long as we're, this school is better. It is I definitely thought it was better. Smart. Yeah. I, I agree with you as well. And, and the way they, that this wrapped up is that Jughead started what seemed on the surface to be like a Dungeons and Dragons club because yeah. everybody, including Principal Weatherby, is a bunch of stupid fucking idiots. We're like, oh, yeah, the Southside Serpents are all going to sign up for something called the Serpents and Murder. It's Cl- called Swords and Serpents. And it somehow fooled this administration. <laughs> Jughead's like, we can just chill here during school playing D&D. It's like, something what? is wrong. We got to talk about something is wrong with Principal Weatherby. Because yeah. do you remember back in the first half of the season, 
specifically when it comes to after school clubs, because of the first half of the season, Archie was like, hey, I want to start this vigilante group called the Red Circle. What do you think? And Prince of Weatherby is like, this is a great idea. And then when they started beating people up and painting red circles, everybody was like, oh, wait a second. And he's going through the same thing again. Well, he let me just say- likes when people get together. And try to form clubs. He doesn't care what, you know, he's just, yeah. he doesn't ask questions. He's like, sure, do it. It looks good on a college application, yeah, being does. a member of a shirtless gang. Uh, well, uh, there are two ways to take it. Well, first off, the Weatherby in the comics, not the smartest guy. Sure. She's sort of dumb and foolish. Um, so maybe they're honoring that. Or you could argue it's a comment on the socioeconomic differences between uh, the serpent and the red circle and how Archie's like the good boy from a good family. So he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. And uh, Jughead from the south side is not allowed to have a gang in the school. Would you say so? Archie is like a good boy from a good family and Jughead is a poor boy from a poor family. That's what uh, the narrative is. Yeah. Well, uh, but... Should you spare him his life from this monstrosity? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would like to, but let's see how Weatherby uh, does it. Galileo. Yeah. yeah, I just, I mean, it seems like the principal doesn't care. As long as there's, you got a club, you got a gathering, he's like, he green yeah, lights He it. wants them to just have like their yeah. own little rhapsody. And so at the end, Jughead reveals that this is, in fact, the Southside Serpents, even though it looks like a Dungeons and Dragons club, and they're going to operate from the center of Riverdale High. Um, what do you think is going to happen here? It still feels like Jughead is fringing out in a way, and nobody else in the Serpents is really on board with him, including his dad. Is this going to go wrong for Jughead, or is this going to go wrong for the school? Uh, I think it's going to go wrong for both. The school first, and I think Jughead's going to eventually, what he's been struggling with for a long time, going to have to make a choice. Uh, I would assume he's eventually going to protect Archie uh, once again. But um, Jughead is crazy different than the comics. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we talked about this a little bit, I think, in the last episode or maybe just generally in the first half of the season, but something has to happen with Jughead. He can't keep up like this for the rest of the series. And then by the end of the season, he's in jail because he's murdered a bunch of people. And (laughs) then he is actually eating people and turning them into garbage plates or whatever. That's just not going to happen. That's uh, there's going to be a come to Jesus moment. That would be a cool twist. A come to Archie moment. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk, Archie? That's the big one. Do we want to save that? Okay, let's last? save it last. It's yeah. Last. Okay. All right. Let's or talk so, about Veronica. What's going yeah. on with Veronica? Yeah. So Veronica's all like uh, super evil and like doing meetings with her parents and is okay with them and their shading dealings. All of a sudden, like she just doesn't have a moral compass. Here is the crazy thing about that, though. To me, is if anything, the lodges were the clearest moral compass in this entire episode. What the fuck are you talking about? What dude? I'm talking about is they were like, "Hey, just make sure it's cool with the students when we." Um, Make they're trying good. to help everybody, and they're trying to keep things calm. For um, an evil reason. What is their evil reason? Because they don't want anybody pointing, uh, like, hey, why is this school closing? Oh, why is all this cheap land and development going on over here? Yeah, but I didn't really get that from them. Like, everybody else is freaking out and at the point of rumbling, and the lodges are like, let's keep things calm. Let's get some jerseys for everybody. Just have them really yeah, chill out money. and help them. It's just, uh, just shut up, guys. I Nobody look it. into what we're doing and what's going on. I agree with Pete. Uh, there's a meeting between the lodges and the mayor where yeah. they're getting ready to buy the land from the south side. So school and build like i guess a bunch of hotel whatever the fuck they're building it better be cool yeah because like who's coming to this town to like stay 
You're, and that's absolutely right. Like, if it is a bunch of hotels or something, are, are people going to be like, oh, right, that's the town with multiple serial murders. I think yeah. I'd like to stay there. And winter. And the only thing to do here is, like, have maple syrup. Like, what is the attraction that they're drawing? I don't no, know. It's probably, they're is, probably going to put it in a roller coaster. To be fair, it's a little bit like a cruise ship because there's... And we know cruise There's ships. a club for teens that's open all hours of the day. Been there, done yeah, that shit. there's probably places to drop off off the young kids. Yep. Uh, there's a seedy hotel where you can get gay hookers and which, do whatever you want to them. Which is the entire cruise ship. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, we know. that's what happens on cruise ships. Yeah, don't I know? I think so. And beef on whack. <laughs> <laughs> that's what got me sick on that cruise ship. <laughs> no way. I Pete ate two of those a day. I ate one every day. <laughs> no, I was eating like five a day. Man. You were sneaking? Yeah. Beef sandwiches? Uh, I was. Sorry. For those of you listening Jesus at home, God. we went on a Comic-Con on a cruise ship and he <laughs> ate straight beef and drank vodka sodas for four days straight yeah. and he's still alive. Yeah. yeah, and I ate it once and I got violently ill. Oh, man. No constitution for it. Yeah. I mean, this is the son Absolutely. of garbage plate. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's going to be strong. Yeah. Um, that's actually what it... Never mind, I'm not even going to do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, let's uh, jump into... So, well, I mean, there's more to talk about with Veronica when we get a little further along, but the lodges are, I feel like, the villains of this back half of the season. Yep. Maybe, maybe not. I think we'll get to that in a moment as well. Yeah. Uh, I think they're definitely overarching villains, as we know from the comics. Uh, but let's talk about Betty, because yeah. some banana stuff happens with Betty. Or and her sister. Some chick Sweet, I don't know. Yeah, I, no. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't uh, know. <laughs> Chick fill in. Uh, uh, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So uh, Polly comes home and she's been with a cult and she had her twins and she's totally fine. I mean, in an episode <laughs> of It's True Insanity, uh, Betty's like, Polly, you're home? You had your twins? And your cult? And she's like, hi, oh, don't take my nightlight. Yeah. And it's like, what? what? That was a yeah. one scene? And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, one of the kids' name is Dagwood. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> one, of kids, <laughs> one of the kids' names was Dagwood. Wh- which kid? Oh, one of the, the twins. twins. Well, you like sandwiches. No, they're named after trees. The other one's name is like Willow or something. Yeah, it was, um, it was crazy. After the character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that was just a crazy bomb to drop in the middle of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Betty's not reaction as them. one normally would do is, Oh, you guys, my parents are not upset about our sister joining a cult and having twins. You're actually upset about my missing brother, chick, who I'm yeah. going to track down and find and just mention to you casually over the breast breakfast nook. Um, and also she, for half the episode, she concealed, uh, from her mother, the birth of her grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is, I mean, I've we've all been there. Yeah, I like, don't even know what was going on with that or what Betty is thinking right now. Now, like, she's usually pretty straight up about the, these things. I yeah. don't know why she is being so weird about everything. Yeah, also, like, if your sister is in a cult, like, why are you okay with that and letting her leave? Like, you're fighting for all this other random shit that's not important, but like, your sister being in a cult and having the twins that you didn't see, they're not with her. They're just with the cult. Like, okay, bye. I want a nightlight. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, oh, let's go find a random brother. But, uh, you know, the sister's dead to me at this point. I yeah. will say the one thing that I really liked about that a lot is, and we'll see if this actually turns out to be true, but it felt like they were dropping in this random detail so that 
either later in the season or maybe even next season, they could get into crazy cult murders or something like that. Yeah. Because they've been, like we talked about, they go through all of these different horror genre and thriller genre type things. To have them go into, like, Riverdale season three cult would be kind of insane. Awesome. Especially, like, if another character uh, joins the cult and then the gang has to infiltrate the cult uh, over the summer. Whoa, Fun summer trip. Yay. That's a great, I, I, that's so a great prediction. So does track down Chick Cooper, who is her brother, tells her mom. Her mom goes. They find out that he is a hooker. He's been, well, I don't know about that. No, he, no fantasies. It, that could mean anything. He, he's just oh, living like in, you pay him two hundred bucks, and he's like, "I'm gonna make you a garbage plane." No, he, but didn't you see the video equipment? It could be something like you know, like uh, he puts together like you know, like reels of stuff of like, oh, oh yeah. okay. really act nice. out like you want to be yes. a superhero again from the green screen and just oh right, make that's what it is. You can be a superhero. Yeah, yeah, you you're right. You're right, Pete. That's definitely what it was. Anyway, well, he's staying in the place called the Last Resort Hostel. It looks like. A regular hotel. Yeah. Uh, very strange to me. Yeah. So, uh, so Chick, who is making these on-demand videos, uh, ends up in a tough position, probably with one of his clients who wanted like the fantasy package or whatever to yeah. you know put the make them look like a knight fighting a dragon. And he's like, yeah. "Hey, I'm pretty upset." Game so of he uh, tries to cut check and they end up rescuing him but it turns out maybe he's also a crazy serial murderer or well, something like thing. that like betty fell for that trap it was obvious that him and this guy were in on this and like, that was a fake stabbing yeah it was a total fake stabbing i mean those mm. two have been working together for years doing fantasy stuff so like the fact that betty just rolls up and happens to catch them at the perfect time to save her brother it was just like oh come on betty you're smarter than this as an experiment with light, in light of your recent comments in uh, as an experiment i think one episode we should just tape three separate podcasts of what we think this episode happened in this episode see if they line up yeah <laughs> I'll, tell you, okay, I'll tell you what pete yours is going to be different yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 uh actually i don't know i did get a little bit of that vibe that the two dudes were working together yeah. no i i actually agree with that I'm just saying the fantasy sweet shit you're talking about is great. <laughs> sure. I'm sure it's probably that, but I mean, we don't know. We don't just because it's in a seedy hotel. Way to give uh, Chick the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Chick Smith. So what do you think is going on with Chick at the end of the episode? Uh, I mean, they seemed to allude to the fact that he might be the Black Hood uh, or another Black Hood or whatever we're going to do with that, But which make would make a lot of sense because that person knew a lot about Betty. He would um, also be doing that. It's a little obvious for me that they would do that. So I guess we'll see. Uh, I'm super excited because I felt like we just... If we would have had two more seconds, Betty's going to wake up and she's going to be Dark Betty. And it's going to be Dark Betty versus this chick guy. And it's, oh, it's going to be a brother-sister fucking crazy fight. And it's going to be awesome. Really? You don't think Dark Betty will team up with Evil Chicklet? That could happen, but it's going to be a brother-sister fight off the beginning. I'm talking about, like, throwing each other out windows. It's going to be insane. What if Polly comes back with the twins... And Chick grabs the twins, and he's holding the twins. What if they each have a twin, and they're having like throwing the twins oh, at each other? It's like a pillow fight or a yeah. snowball fight. It's pretty sweet. Humans. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the fantasy camp. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a weird fantasy to bring in. Green <laughs> Let's screen. talk about Archie. Uh, I love the beginning of the episode because Archie's dad's like, oh, hey, man, you got your guitar out? 
whatever happened to your uh, gang? <laughs> uh, and Archie's like, yeah, I haven't played in a while. I wrote a bunch of songs because, you know, I caught them killer, so I have a lot of new inspiration. Like, this show does so much, like, papering over the mistakes and weirdness of yeah. the show by just being, like, calling it out so hard, like, oh, hey, man, um, why do we live in a crazy town? And they're like, it's just the history. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. It's, uh, But it's also, like... Uh, I was really upset by the fact that like somebody just walks up to Archie and is like, yeah, I work for the FBI. And Archie's like, okay. Like, what? <laughs> Archie, what? Come on, man. No, that come was on. definitely my favorite part of the oh, episode. I was driving me nuts. Yes. I was like, yeah. please ask to see I a badge. I work for the FBI. Oh, what's your name? Uh, Franklin B.I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Franklin, bye-bye. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That guy does not work for the FBI. No, absolutely not. And I mean, the fact no that, way. like, why do you think an FBI agent has anything to do with what's going on in your shitty town? Dude. He looks like he works with the FBI in like a very hastily produced softcore pornography yeah. film. <laughs> he's probably working with Chick. Yeah, he's probably. definitely working with Chick. He's one of those fantasies. <laughs> yes, it's it's. I mean, take it on the surface, sure, maybe the FBI is looking into Lodge. There's a lot of insane stuff no happening way. in Riverdale that somebody beyond Chief Keller should probably be checking out or looking into at some point. Um, but th- you're absolutely right that Archie takes it on face value is insanity. Yeah. But for those of you who didn't see it, uh, what, in case you haven't gathered, the FBI, re- FBI quote-unquote, recruits Archie to investigate the Lodges Terrible. because he's really connected with everything that's going on in the town. One of the things they're super interested in is Nikki St. Clair, what happened with him, because there's a whole exchange of money. Nikki St. Clair disappeared. He was was... in a hospital. Uh, And so Archie ends up investigating it somewhat confusingly at the urging of Cheryl, who's sort of blackmailing him, but kind of not. Well, uh, Cheryl, it was a funny moment where Cheryl got busted for using Archie like Veronica uses Archie. And it was kind of like this moment where the two of them were like, hey, you can't use my boyfriend like I use my boyfriend. That's fucked up. Yeah. So uh, to break it down that side of it a little bit, uh, the FBI guy, uh, I, I would rather have the FBI recruit like Mr. Magoo or like <laughs> a rock uh, than Archie. Makes more sense. But to get and uh, have a sit down with Nikki St. Clair and they needed cover for it. So he goes to Cheryl and says, let me get that money back that you burned up. And she's like, yes. He goes and does it, reveals to Archie that, uh, he, that Nikki St. Clair went after Veronica, uh, there's a weird confrontation uh, with that. Um, and then uh, uh, Archie goes, punches him for, like, sort of no reason. Oh, uh, dude, come on. A lot of reasons that guy deserves to be punched, man. Yeah. I really yeah, wanted no. that drawn out more. Like, well, let's that's beat the, thing, the shit again, out of this that's guy. also crazy about, like, the FBI thing is he goes in, he gets riled up by Nikki St. Clair, he beats the shit out of Nikki St. Clair, and... The FBI guy's like, well, don't do that next time. No, he actually <laughs> says, Archie, when you get emotional, you make mistakes. And I got a reveal for you, bro. Archie just makes mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't also, have to be it's emotional. not a reasonable thing. The FBI, I don't know a lot about law enforcement, but I don't think the FBI is like, we allow you one beating up a witness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. 
I mean, that I would love that to be a running bit. Like every time you just like sometimes Nick shows up and he just gets punched in the face. Yeah, I mean, that's that would fine. Be great. Kick the shit out of that guy yeah. as much as you want. Yeah. So Archie does uh, find out what was going on with Nikki St. Clair. He makes a deal. I keep feeling ridiculous talking about this as if this actually is an FBI guy because it so clearly isn't. But he makes a deal with the FBI to keep Veronica out of it uh, because he believes Veronica is innocent. And his Archie dad. is wrong. Uh, and his dad. And. And, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, where do we end up with Archie? Would we uh, say? Well, one he also scene. lies to Veronica about, like, yeah, Veronica's like, tell me the truth, something's going on with you. I'm like, yeah, tell about the fucking fake FBI agent, you dumbass. And instead, he reveals to Veronica that he kissed <laughs> Betty when Ritch, they were the on fuck? a break. Why would you do that? We were on a break. Yeah, yeah we were That's on a break. Ross That's a great that. Ross impression. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ross. But I do like that, that that sets up the Betty Veronica being at odds with each other in a nice way. I like the way they played that scene, actually, because Veronica's like, I trust you, but you can tell in her eyes. Yeah, she, she, she doesn't exactly down. trust. Yeah. We should probably talk, before we wrap up, we should talk about the other big revealing episode that we teased earlier, is that Archie tells the fake FBI agent that he does not believe the Black Hood was actually the janitor who they killed, <laughs> yeah. which is really unfortunate. Um, I think he's right, weirdly, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So why don't we use that as a nice segue into the end of our episode? We'll ask two questions, starting with who is the Black Hood? Unless yes. we want to change it up, but I think that's still really the overarching mystery of the series right I now. do think that's where we're going to head at the end of this season. Um this makes me think now more that it might be back on Betty's father. Ooh. Why is that? Uh, because he, uh, I feel like they, he was one of the only people that could have been it as a main character for the first half of the season, but they sort of uh, used him in a way that was too obvious, I thought, and now he's back under the radar. I think he could end up being the reveal at the end of the season. Pete, what about you? Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a couple different people that take turns wearing the hood and one of, uh, definitely libra- librarians in on it. Great. Uh, cool. Pete hates books. <laughs> so that's how we know. Man, I don't know if there's any new evidence necessarily for this, episode. this episode. Just based on this episode, I'd say maybe the FBI agent or something mm-hmm. like that. That'd be crazy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to still stick with my Chief Keller and Mr. Cooper are both hanging as the Black Hood at hanging, this point. Yep. But we'll see what happens. And before we wrap it up. Or do we want to do a real quick round? Who do we think the FBI guy is? Because we, we all think he's fake. Um, who do we think he is? Oh, I, oh think, I think he's Smithers with some serious surgery. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Pete? Yeah, I was going to say, he's de- uh, he's someone getting fucked over by the Lodges or has been in the past. Just oh, a wrong Lodge fucker. Yeah. Maybe he's a member of the cult uh, that Polly's Ooh, in. Ooh, I like that. Betty or Veronica, Pete, this episode only. Betty or Veronica, which one? Betty all day, er, day. Love me some bets. Great. No response, just like usual. <laughs> cool. I found, uh, I thought, specific, especially in this episode, Betty was, uh, we weren't inside her head for the first time dude, ever in the nice season. sit down with Jughead, dude. That was nice. Her actions don't make sense. We don't understand why she's doing things. I'm going with Veronica. She's got this edge she's now because she's a dude. criminal. She, she lies. Uh, she doesn't lie to Archie. She yeah, doesn't she lie does. to anybody, really. She's just up to something. I think eventually she's going to turn and be back on the side of the angels and uh, live that Archie life. Nice. I think it wasn't a great episode for both of them, but I do appreciate Veronica getting everybody some nice jerseys, so I'm going to go with Veronica for this episode. Yeah, I do material Cheryl. things. Yes. If you are ever in New York, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's 
improv theater loft. So please come on down. We'll talk about Riverdale and some other stuff. Also, if you want to support this show and other shows that we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. Check us out at comic book club live.com for the podcasts and more. And remember the garbage plate. Yo, don't. Dot com. Uh, Pete, don't get emotional. Cause whoa, when you get emotional, whoa. you make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs>